I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognising their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. So welcome back to another episode of Bringing Pride to Work. My name is Nick and for any listeners out there who don't already know, SAP has a new neighbour in the One Denison Building community in North Sydney. And that is Microsoft. So with that, I'm delighted to welcome our first external guest onto the podcast, and that is Mark McGuire from Microsoft. Hey, Mark, how are you going? I'm very well, Nick. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really happy to be here. Happy to to have you. So it's a shame that we we haven't actually had a chance to meet in person yet, despite working in the same building. But, um, you know, this (laughs) is also the first virtual podcast that we've done. Um, So thank you again for being here. do you want to start off by introducing yourself? Um, who are you? What of do you course. do? Sure. So my name is Mark and I'm an account executive at Microsoft. I've been with Microsoft for five years. Um, yeah, I can't believe it's it's been that long. It's crazy. Um, so I've had a few different jobs, but um, I've been an account executive for the past two years. Um, I also run our LGBTQI plus employee resource group with my colleague, Mitch. Um, it's called GLEAM and GLEAM stands for Global LGBTQI plus Employees at Microsoft. Um, so it's a global initiative. Um, it started off in the United States in the 80s um, and it's been going for over 30 years now. So um, I'm, I'm very happy to be a part of it. Awesome. That's really cool. And SAP has um, is also <coughs> celebrating their 20-year anniversary of Pride at SAP. Um, so it's it's great to see that it's been running for so long. Um, yeah. Yeah. So do you want to tell me a little bit about Gleam and you know what kind of things that you do? Yeah, sure. So um, so in Gleam, so as I said, I run the Australian chapter with my colleague Mitch. Uh, we do all sorts of things. So we have days of significance, including um, we're at Purple Day, we're just coming up. Oh my God. Um, Mardi Gras, um, coming out day. Um, we also partner with a lot of external organizations, some of which I'll, I'll probably talk about today. Um, companies like uh, Pinnacle, um, like the Wear a Purple Org, um, like Acon and Pride in uh, Diversity, um, as well as Mardi Gras Org um, and many, many others. Um, so Gleam sits with, uh, I think, seven other employee resource groups at Microsoft um, in Australia. So we have the LGBT, which is which is Gleam. We have Asians at Microsoft, which started this year. We have families at Microsoft, which started this year. Uh, We have women in tech. We have military. Uh, We have, what else? I can't remember the rest. (laughs) So yeah, we have quite a few employee resource groups at Microsoft and every quarter um, we, we meet as a council. So each head of the employee resource group uh, is part of the diversity and inclusion council at Microsoft. And it's headed um, by one of our senior managers at Microsoft named Pip Arthur, who's been doing an, a fabulous job. Um, every quarter we get together, we talk about some of the things that we're doing, some of the things we're working on um, and uh, what we want to get out of the new FY, for example. But what we do in Gleam is not just states of significance. That's a huge part of it because you're able to gather a community of people. We also scrub policy as well. So we look at Microsoft's internal HR policies to make sure that the things that we are doing are as inclusive as possible um, so that people can just be their whole selves at work. So it's, it's, it's pretty well-rounded and it's an honour to be a part of it. 
Yeah, that sounds really awesome. Um, it's great to hear that, you know, there's so many different employee resource groups at Microsoft as well. Um, is there much intersectionality between all of those resource groups? So, yeah, that's a good question. And that's something that we're continuing to work on. So, for example, um, next month in September, we have coming out day. Um, so Gleam is going to partner with um, the Families Org to talk about rainbow families. So one of the external... Um, partners that we're working with it's, it's the rainbow families org um, they're going to come and talk to microsoft about the uh experiences and struggles of, of rainbow families um you know people who might have a trans uh, transgender parent or people who might have non-binary parents or people who might have um, a same-sex uh, family you know and um, i think that that's something that's not discussed a lot so it's an opportunity for glean as the lgbt employee resource group to work with families to talk, to talk about that experience. Um, so that's one example of intersectionality. Um, and as time goes on, we continue to be intersectional with each other. We did have someone from um, a, an organization called Black, B-L-A-Q, um, which is an Indigenous um, uh, in, uh, in, Indigenous external organization that talks about um, Indigenous LGBT people. So we got to partner with the Indigenous Employee Resource Group. Indigenous was the other employee resource group, I forgot. <laughs> so there's intersectionality there. So um, I think inter intersectionality is really important um, within the within the LGBT community and across the ERGs that we have at Microsoft. And um, that's a big focus area for the Diversity and Inclusion Council at Microsoft for this FY. That's really cool. Um, so I guess, you know, we're in lockdown at the moment um, for the foreseeable future, um, hopefully until August 28th, but, you know, we'll see. Um, <laughs> how do you kind of maintain that level of inclusivity in a virtual environment? Yeah, so, well, first of all, I think August 28th is wishful thinking, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be all of September. It doesn't look yeah, like it's going yeah. away. All right, well, um, fingers crossed before Christmas. Oh, oh please, <laughs> I'm, I'm praying. I'm praying every day. Um, yeah, so, you know, I guess um, when you're not in an office environment, it does have its challenges, but it also has its opportunities as well. One thing that we've gotten a lot better at doing is, um, you know, the head office for Microsoft for Australia is in Sydney. And sometimes I feel like the other branches kind of miss out on things, or at least they feel they do. Mm. Um, now, because everyone's working from home anyway, we move a lot of the things that we do that we would have done in the office to online. Where at Purple Day, for example, we will probably have a partner come into the office and speak about, um, you know, whatever it is that they want to talk about. Yes. They can continue struggles of LGBT youth, for example. But now we're going to do that online so everyone can just join. Um, you know, we would usually like decorate the, um, the Microsoft head office in Sydney. Now we don't have to do that anymore and everyone is just joining online. So I think shifting online has actually been really, really um, beneficial in allowing everyone to sort of um, have, uh, you know, be able to participate in a lot of the activities that we do. Um, you know, I think one thing that Microsoft is really good at is focusing a lot on mental health as well. We roll out programs of work um, and we put them um, online. We have online trainings. We have external partners coming in to talk about the importance of mental health. This is a drive from our CDP all the way down to um, the um, those of us in the trenches like you and I, <laughs> you yeah. know. 
so it's really important. Um, yeah, I think shifting online has 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 certainly helped. Uh, has certainly helped a lot. We have um, a lot of um, mental health resources available um, as well, free counselling for people who might need it, um, and you know, as as well as um, so, we have external companies that you can call if you do need to speak to someone if you're feeling really badly. Um, we also have internal um, internal people that you can call as well. So um, I think Microsoft is quite good at at, um, at making sure that everyone um, is being taken care of some way somehow. That's awesome. Um, I was speaking to Brianna from the One Denison building um, a few days ago, and she was mentioning that, you know, One Denison had these huge plans for Wear at Purple Day where they were going to, you know, do a, a purple takeover. Um, they were going to get all the, all the staff in purple uniforms and put purple carpets and purple artwork everywhere. So it's a shame that that's not really going ahead. But, um, you know, to your point, it's it's interesting to see how, you know, the rest of the workforce is moving to a virtual environment. So these inclusion programs have to as well. And when you think about pride programs or, or any employee network for that matter, you usually think of, you know, in-person networking or engagements, but I suppose it, it's not the only way to engage employees. And, um, you know, for example, this podcast by default is a virtual um, engagement. And, you know, to, to say that it's it's harder to, engage employees virtually that I guess there is some truth to that but it's not it's not the only option I suppose um oh, absolutely yeah um but you know it is a shame that we can't um you know be out in person but I guess that's the state of the world. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, it would have been nice if we were all together in the one Denison office. I would have loved to have seen what they were going to do with Wear a Purple Day. Yeah. And our, like, we have, I think, six or seven levels at Microsoft mm-hmm. in the one Denison, and we have stairs that kind of go up yeah. to each level, and those stairs can change colours. Oh, wow. So I don't know whether that's the same. It's probably the same everywhere, but I don't know. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. But, you know, <clears throat> pardon me, you can, um, you know, you can decorate the offices and, do all of that but really where at purple day is about the purpose and the message behind Absolutely. it so as much as it it's a lot of fun to decorate the offices and things like that what's really important is the impact and mm. and um the, the purpose of where at purple day and so as long as that's resonating then then it's a success and you can do that online you don't yep. need to decorate an office in order to drive that that level of impact so yeah it's, it's interesting no absolutely so on this podcast, we've we've talked a little bit about the rainbow ceiling before, and that's how there's there seems to be a barrier to success for LGBTQ people in the workplace. Um, how do you see inclusion programs or employee networks help break down those barriers? So yeah, that, that's a really good question. I think for me, the good thing, the, the purpose of, of Gleam, um, it's more than just being able to give LGBTQI plus people um, a voice when they feel like they're not being heard. It's also um, a platform where people can just, um, the whole purpose of DNI, I think, is to make sure that people can just be their whole selves at work, that they don't have to hide who they are or change who they are to fit the mold, you know, um, you know, it, it can definitely feel strange or challenging for some people to um, be out at work. Mm. But um, hopefully, these inclusion programs, the great work that you're doing with Pride at SAP, and the the work that we are doing at Glean, has made people feel um, as though, you know, what I don't need to change or hide, um, and I can just be my whole self. Um, it's not without its challenges, you know. There are some countries, as you know, where it's 
not legal to be mm. gay. Um, my background is Indonesian. Um, it's not legal to be a gay person in Indonesia. There's no pride inclusion programs. There's no Mardi Gras. There's no pride marches or anything like that. Um, and so if you come from, so we're, you know, we are quite lucky in Australia, but if you come from certain cultures and certain backgrounds where um, it's not looked at um, favourably, then that presents its own challenges, particularly in the work in the workplace I think that Glean just has to do the best it can in just making sure that everyone who identifies as an LGBTQI plus person can just be their whole selves it's challenging sometimes but you know as, as we're just going to keep doing the work and um and policy as well mm-hmm. making sure that our policies are really up to scratch you know and making sure that one thing that we're focusing on in Glean is trans inclusion mm-hmm. um I think trans people have have often been for um not included in the narrative. And I think that that's something that we have to change. Um, so we're making sure that our policies are up to scratch to make sure that our trans uh, employees at Microsoft um, feel included um, mm. and making sure that even the pronouns and everything like that are, are, are correct, you know. No, I couldn't agree more. And what we've started to do at SAP is, you know, on our on our JAM resource page, there's, there's a whole load of, um, email signatures that you can download that just identifies your pronoun. Um, so, you know, once you you go into a meeting with someone, you already know how to address them. And, you know, for a lot of people, they might not think that's a super important thing to do, but uh, unfortunately it, it's a point where uh, a point of um, a lack of recognition for a lot of people, I suppose, where they're not being addressed how they'd like to be. And it, it just comes down to common decency, I think. Um, but oh, totally, yeah, but taking it on, um, on that note to like a more personal level, um, because you know, at the end of the day, we are all people, um, can you speak to, uh, any challenges that you or anyone, you know, at the, in the workplace has faced in order to just be yourself? Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's funny when you lead an employee resource group, you do get the, the occasional person who wants to have a political discussion with you or an argument with you (laughs) and um, I'm really not interested in embracing the negativity of it all you know Um, you know everyone's entitled to their opinion but there's a time and place for certain things and Mm. there's a level of respect that you can bring to um, a conversation um, without it seeming like you're like you're the one that's a victim of some kind you know at the end of the day this is this is um, a professional workplace we have to conduct ourselves professionally and really Mm. really try and respect one another Um, you know how people live their lives shouldn't bother other people and yet so often it 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 does I've had people say say to me that they're not comfortable with gay people or they're not comfortable with me or they're not comfortable with using particular language and and pronouns and things like that Um, you know and you know, I said, you know, and I, I, I say to them, I said, well, you know, um, I think it's about recognizing that gay people are just people and that you can just be comfortable around anybody, you know? Um, and you know, if, if you want to have a conversation with me about what's making you comfortable or uncomfortable, then we can do that at another time, Mm. but it's really not my job to make you feel, you know, to sort of make you feel 
like comfortable you know that's something that you have to reconcile within yourself and figure out why it is you're not comfortable around gay people you know with that sort of statement you know but I will say for the most part um it's it it is embraced Microsoft Mm. really loves when we do things for Mardi Gras and wear a purple day and things like that And, and they love to get involved and they love the swag that we hand out and the prizes that we hand out um, you know, I think when we do um, AWEI, the Australian Workplace Equality Index, which mm-hmm. I'm, which SAP probably do as well, I'm sure, then, um, you know, we they, the senior leadership team really love that as well. So you do get your occasional bad, uh, pe- I shouldn't say bad people, you, get, I, you, get, you do get your occasional misguided people. Yeah. But I will say for the most part, I think I think people people love it. Yeah. You know, it can be upsetting sometimes when someone tries to confront you with something. But, um, you know, you've, you've, you've kind of got to take your um, pain and turn it into purpose and turn your wounds into turn your wounds into wisdom, put it into a plan and then, um, you know, and then make sure that uh, you incorporate that plan accordingly. And, um, you know, just try and drive inclusive workplace. You know, that's all you can really do. For sure. I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. And I think there's there's often kind of unfair expectations of what queerness is, particularly in the workplace, because, you know, a, a lot of people might have ideas that queerness is, is strictly related to what happens in the bedroom or whatever, you know. Um, but it's so much more than that. It's 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 who you are. And, you know, it's 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 unfair to kind of be denied that or for someone else's uncomfortability, I suppose. Um but coming out at work can often be a challenge and it's something that happens many more times than once um, for most people. And yes. unfortunately, it's it's often a cost-benefit analysis. Um, you know, you, in, in coming out in order to just be yourself, you could be risking a career penalty mm-hmm. or social exclusion just to be who you are. Um, so, you know, it's unfortunate that, that you have to be allowed or to be in an environment that you can feel supported to be who you are. But... Do you um, are you comfortable with sharing your experiences with coming out at work? Yeah, I think as you said, coming out at work is something that you have to kind of continue to do. Mm. You know, sometimes when you when you meet someone and um, they immediately give you that "Are you gay?" look. Mm. <laughs> you know, I don't know how to how else to explain it other than that. And you know, for me, I kind of just you know. Um, you know, I, I sometimes I feel this weird obligation to not say it, but kind of just make sure that they know I'm gay somehow, yeah. just so that they can get the question out of their mind yeah. and just move forward with their life. Um, you know, coming out at work, I've had people reach out to me privately who have said, you know, thank you for all of the work that you're doing, Gleam. I'm not out and I don't mm. plan to be, but it's good to know the work that you've done. And, and my reply to them is, um, you know, no one's forcing you to come out. If you don't want to come out, then that's absolutely your choice. But, um, you know, if and whenever you are ready, know that you have a team of people here who support you. And if you choose not to come out ever, then that's also your prerogative. Yeah. But either way, you have our full support. Um, yeah, coming out is is definitely a journey. I remember when I first got my I remember when I got my first job, it was in recruitment. And um, luckily there were a lot of gay people in that particular field. So it was pretty good for me. But I know that there's other um, industries out there where there's just not that many gay people. And so I kind of wonder what it's like for them to to, um, to start, 
um, a job where there's just not that many people around them that are gay. I will say my experience overall has been pretty good, mm-hmm. um, but I know some people have certainly had their challenges about coming out at work. If you have um, a boss that um, doesn't um, agree with yeah. your lifestyle, that can often be a challenge for some people. Yeah. But again, I think for the most part, I think coming out at work, at least for me, has been a mostly positive experience. So I'm quite grateful. Yeah, well, that's really good to hear. And I guess that kind of just speaks to the importance of these employee resource groups and these inclusion mm-hmm. programs is it's not there to force people to be gay or no. to, to be queer in any sense. Or but to come out. Just, exactly. We're not asking you to come out or, or you know, forcing this kind of ideal idea on you. Um, it's more just, you know, if you want support, it's here for you. And, you know, if even if you just want to be an ally, if you want to learn how to um, kind of engage with these ideas in, you know, a bit more of a level-headed way, then, you know, we're here to support that. Um, so but to that point, sorry, I just wanted to add something. To that. I always say to people that, you know, the purpose of, um, you know, my, my whole philosophy is if you don't want to come out at work because you're just not the sort of person who likes to talk about their personal life, then yeah. that's absolutely fine. But if you are not out at work because you feel that, that the environment around you is hostile or that your colleagues will not be accepting or that your manager won't be accepting, then that is what we need to change. And that is why we have Gleam and that's why we have Pride at SAP to safeguard people um, and make sure that anyone who wants to be their whole selves at work can be their whole selves at work. You know, it's it's we want to dismantle the worry that mm. people can't be themselves, you know. Definitely. That's really what it's about for me. No, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And I think it that also plays into the level of support from a leadership um, standpoint. Um, I was at a Pride and Diversity roundtable recently, and one of the quotes that I picked up from there was that your loudest voice in support of, you know, LGBTQ initiatives will never be as loud as the whisper of your CEO. So, you know, it really comes down to having that voice from the top, I suppose, uh, elevating your message or echoing what you're saying in order to, you know, be able to really uh, get that message um, accelerated. Um and yeah, I saw recently that Microsoft is, you know, named one of the top inclusive employers worldwide, I think. Um, so Fortune magazine had us at, at number one. It, right. it depends on the publication. It kind of changes. Yeah. Yeah, um, sure. I will say that Microsoft, um, yeah, it's like crazy, like with, with it. It's it's amazing what they, what they do. Um, you know, in Australia, we have all of the employee resource groups that I had. In America, they also have... Um, uh, they have Ola, which is the Latin um, mm-hmm. employee resource group, because there's a, a big Latin population within the United States. Um, they have Blam, they have sorry, Bam, which is Blacks at Microsoft. Uh, Michelle Obama came and did a, a talk one time. So um, you know, it's 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 something. And um, there's a, also a global head of, of um, diversity inclusion um, globally, um, who sits on the senior leadership team um, with our CEO in Redmond, in Seattle, in um, the United States. Um, her name is Lindsay Ray McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's her that, that's her role. So it is something that Microsoft takes very seriously. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it, it's great to see some of the work that they do. Yeah, awesome. We've actually just had this year um, 
the announcement of our first like global pride at SAP sponsor. Um, and that's Julia White. She was, actually, she was from Microsoft. Um, oh, and she's just become our, our new board member for um, marketing and solution. Um, so, you know, it's great to have that support from the top. Awesome. Well, look, we're probably coming towards time now, Mark, but is there any final mm-hmm. thoughts that you had or anything that you wanted to plug? Yeah. So maybe just um, a couple of, of things. So I think I'm, I wanted to also just give a 30 second um, spiel about allyship as well and the importance of allyship, because I do think that, you know, um, it probably happens with you as well, Nick, but a lot of people Mm. say to me, oh, I want to join Glean, but I'm not gay. I'm like, you don't have to be gay. (laughs) You don't have to be an LGBT person. In fact, we we need more um, allies to come in and and support the work that we do. Um, And, um, you know, allyship, um, is something that is that, that is so important. The, the work that we do will not land if we don't have allies in our corner. So, um, if you are an ally, um, or if you are non, if you are a non-LGBT person, um, come and join Pride at SAP. Come and join Glean at um, Microsoft, um, and uh, yeah, just you know, be a really good advocate for change. I think that's really important. The other thing I wanted to say is when we are back in the office, it would be. Really really awesome if Pride at SAP and um, Gleam can do drinks or, I don't know, have some sort of fun something. Let's do it. Sounds <laughs> good. got to. Well, thank you so much, Mark. It's been um, really great to chat with you today. Um, it's awesome to hear about all the different initiatives that you're doing for Gleam and the support that Microsoft is giving for diverse employees. Um, it's really enlightening chat. So thank you so much. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. 